Hello and welcome to Bella McCullough's Collegiate Corner, where we talk all things collegiate athletes. Stay tuned for more. On today's episode, we'll be interviewing Grace Jenkins. Hey everybody, welcome to Bell's Collegiate Corner. Today I'm interviewing Grace Jenkins. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So you committed to UConn and now you're signed. How are you feeling about that? It's amazing, you know, to be able to play a sport in college and, you know, to play on scholarship and, you know, to go to a school like UConn, it's absolutely incredible. And, you know, to also go with my sister, that's so unique and different. And um, I'm just super grateful. You guys really went double trouble there up on the uh, softball field, yeah? Yeah. You're going to shake it up. I'm very excited for that. Yeah, no, I mean, being a twin and like a pitcher-catcher duo, too, it's super rare. Um, And it kind of helps us like identify and establish like our different identities on the field, but also like collaboratively like playing together. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because you guys aren't the same at all. Like very different people. Oh, no. (laughs) So it's like on the field. That's one thing you guys really connect with. Like Mm -hmm. you guys know each other. Like I think I mentioned in Hope's episode that it was like twin telepathy like oh for sure you guys are just like there and you know what's going on oh yeah no we 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 can read each other like super well um you know especially when I'm catching and she's pitching like I know what pitch she wants to throw and um you know we're thinking the same exact thing so we have we're on the same page where we have the same game plan and it just helps that we are sisters and we spend practically almost like every minute together of the day I think this is the only time I've seen you guys separated in like weeks (laughs) yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so on the field, I've heard a lot of things from other teams, how they're scared of you guys. How do you really like feel about that going into college, like knowing people are going to be like, those are the twins? You know, it's we've always been known as the twins. And so like going into college and I guess having that reputation, um, it's definitely not like nerve wracking, but it's definitely something it's that I have to like play up to. You're like, I've got to be at that <laughs> level now. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like you can't you can't spend like one second off or else someone's going to like take advantage of that. Honestly, like it's having to be right there right then at that moment because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of twins that play on the same college team together ever. No. And like even the twins that I do know, most of them don't even play the same sport. And if they do play the same sport, um, they're not like going to go play college together. So and that sucks because like. Like also like it's always one twin going like somewhere else it's like I feel yeah. like that's interesting but um mm-hmm. so how did you like separately from your sister go through this process like yeah for like going to school and like for softball yeah so basically like freshman year is kind of when it started I think for both of us softball NCAA rules colleges can't talk to you until September 1st of your junior yeah. year um and it's similar for other sports maybe a tad bit different it's pretty similar for most due to um early recruitment a lot of teams, right just for context a lot of um middle schoolers were being recruited to these like big d1 schools and like they were making that verbal agreement before yeah. they like even got into high school so they didn't it really locked them in and it caused a lot of issues for mental health. So that's kind of why they changed it. So like, yeah, you can reach out to coaches, right? Like, mm-hmm. or at least, but they can't reach out back. Yes. So like freshman year, all the way till September 1st of my junior year, I would be writing like 20 emails a week, uh, maybe like 25 to 30, depending on what schools I was interested in. And um, it's kind of defeating because you don't know if they're reading them you don't, and they can't respond. Um, but it's just one of those things where you have to, you know, trust the process. Um, and luckily, September 1st came around and a lot of those schools that I had been reaching out to. You get those for the, calls. Yes. And it was like, oh, all my hard work paid off. Like all of those late night, like email drafts, you know, they kind of, they paid off eventually on September 1st. Those scheduled sends really just Oh, like, yeah. Oh. Scheduled sends. Like, you know, it'd be <laughs> creepy because you're like... I know the sending this at like 10 at night isn't going to work. So maybe like 
6 a.m. every morning. Do the morning. math, like, what's it going to be 9 a.m. for them when they're, like, oh, getting sure. in? Yeah, I always, like, and, like, you don't know if they're going to their, their like, trash folder. It doesn't. But, yep, oh, exactly. And it's so stressful, too. So, I um, I don't know how many schools you talk to, and if you don't have to say it all, but, like, when you were on calls with schools, what was mm-hmm. something you were looking for? Like, what was your list of, like, green flags and red flags? Yeah, so, I mean, first it was just the school itself. Um, you know, did I have my major? Did I have good academics? And second, it was the coaches. I mean, when you think about it, it doesn't matter whether you go D1 or D2 or D3 or, you know, wherever. It just depends who you're going to play for. And one thing with UConn that I really loved is the coaches' family aspect and culture um, Coach V and Coach Novi. Um, Coach V is the head coach at UConn. Mm-hmm. Um, she really was super clear for me from the beginning, very personable. And that was something that I loved about her. Like she remembered an email that I sent the July of 2020 about a turtle that I found in my pool. And I'm that was. Sorry, you sent an email about a turtle. Yeah, well, and like this goes back <laughs> to, um, you know, COVID. We didn't play the summer of 2020 because of the pandemic. So there were, were just no tournaments. Them updates on their life? Yeah, on yeah. my life. And that's, and that's something that she loved about me. She goes, Grace, I loved reading your emails. And I remember this one about a turtle. And I was like, you remember that I sent that. And so that was, I guess, a quote unquote green flag from UConn is like, she remembered. They know those details. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice when a coach is just like, oh, yeah, you're into like musical theater or you're in like, you're like, you like reading. That's exactly. And it's so cool. And it's like they, I was being recruited as a person and not just an athlete. And that's what I loved. Right. That's Mm -hmm. so nice. Mm -hmm. Love that journey for you. <laughs> so in those emails, to get a little more specific, other than like the turtle, I'm yeah. We'll talk about that later. You and I, but, um, so normally, what do you put like number like in those emails? Do you put like name, like position, stats, yeah. and like video? Is that kind of how that? Yes. So like during um like. 2020 summer obviously there were no tournaments and so in my emails I would link videos of me hitting like across I live across the street from a softball field so I would yeah so I would hope and I would go over there and we would film ourselves hitting um we would post videos I would post videos from like past games or future games or not future games (laughs) that wouldn't make sense but um like highlight reels and so um I would put like my social media links and I would also tag them on my Twitter and Instagram posts yeah and I would see that they would like it. And so I'm like, okay, they're, they're seeing it. And that would, you know, yeah. And, and motivation to, to just keep going. Um, so in my email, I would normally have like an introductory paragraph just saying like, Hey coach, how you doing? Like, I'd be doing fine, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then the second paragraph, and I would never copy and paste like each email for each school was individual because if you're a coach and you're receiving it, you can tell whether they actually spent time or they just copied and pasted and they sent it to like a hundred schools, you know, yeah. or that awkward, like when I've seen somebody, um, actually I know they CC'd all the schools instead of BCC. Oh my gosh. Oh no. And that's just game over. <laughs> or if you say like the wrong coach's name, like I remember one time I accidentally sent like um to a school I said like the wrong coach to another school and I was like I am so sorry like I I accidentally did that wrong but I would have cried yeah because mm-hmm. uh, like and or if you like you were thinking about one school and you're typing the wrong name of oh yeah school, oh yeah I sent a correction before being like, my bad I was thinking yeah. about one school but I was like <laughs> I had details at the right school it was just like wrong name right oh. right it's so hard though like especially because coaches are looking at every little detail of your mm-hmm. life of like everything you do because they will call people right in your life and ask hey can you verify their character what yeah. they're doing 
Because, like, they'll call schools, they'll call your team. Like, they'll yes. Yeah, it's really important. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, character is huge. And I think that's why um, you just have to be careful, like, what you post on social media yeah. and what you say. And even on, like, private stories, you don't know if people are screenshotting. And so that was another thing, too, I guess, going through the recruiting process was really showing my character. Um, and I think that's maybe what coaches reciprocated back, like, saying, we, we've heard that you're a good teammate. You know, your work ethic is good. And even today, like, yes, I'm signed, but my character still you matters. And, and like, for you, too. They I can mean, take away that contract. Oh, yeah. Any for sure. And for I've sure. heard horror stories about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Honestly. Um, so on that, like, again, you have to be about character. Like, being a student athlete, that student always comes first. What is something you do in the classroom to, like, really improve? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm someone who (laughs) I take my academics very seriously. Like people sometimes tell me like, take a break, Grace, like, what are you doing? But for me, it's just all about time management. And I think, um, taking, you know, my free blocks or at lunch, like I'll study, um, being a student athlete is really hard. And I think a lot of people will be like, oh, you're so lucky. You know where you're going to college or, uh, but you don't know, like all of the hard work that I put in the past three years, like that's, and that was stressful and that was hard. And so, yeah, sure, it's lucky on the outside, but no one really sees the inside work. And so late night studies, but also making sure that I'm, you know, getting enough sleep and I'm, you know, preparing myself well to be successful in the classroom, but also on the field because that's my job. A lot of schools, um, one, for example, like Northwestern, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know anything about them. I don't know if they have softball. I know they have a really good lacrosse They do, yeah. Oh, love their, like, love their (laughs) athletics. It's just so cool. But they do a thing called pre-screening. Um, mm-hmm. So they look at your GPA and they look at what you do. Like it's like you apply oh, wow. first, and then they can give you an offer. Oh, it's, they do, it's not like a D three model, but it's kind of like a D three model, which is really interesting because a lot of athletes forget about schools like that. Right. Like a lot of schools that I had been speaking to did that pre-screening model. They wanted yep. to make sure you had those grades, which is like hard because a lot of athletes you're coming home and you're exhausted after practice absolutely your coach made you run gassers that day and you're just Mm -hmm. like I can't study I'm done right like that time management is so important I think it's really important that you highlighted that like that is so cool to hear yeah I mean this the pre-screening aspect I know during my recruiting process there were some Ivy League schools that were interested in me yeah and so and and that kind of changes it a little bit too because they, later you through don't the get money from them right no it's and, like that. and it was like again it was expecting a lot more in the classroom that I just don't know that I could have given um along with the fact that I wouldn't have been able to play with hope and so it was like that kind of aspect but yeah they did do a lot of um pre-screening academic things that are different and mm-hmm. even at UConn it's like I think any school that you go to being a student athlete you they require a lot more than you because of GPA requirements Study and, hours. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah I don't mind those though I don't mind that because I'm someone who loves a schedule and I like so quiet though I don't want to be in a group oh for sure oh for sure oh, yeah yeah Alrighty, so we'll be playing fact or fiction UConn athletics edition I gave your sister just UConn facts so I decided I wanted to make this much harder oh no you're <laughs> smart I was like Grace is smart okay so the first one, fact or fiction, it, in the past, Husky Athletics has had men's lacrosse, pistol, wrestling, rifle, women's gymnastics, and fencing. Oh. So I have to guess which one's false? No, or? If, they, if they had these sports. Oh, if they had all of them. Um, um... I don't know if they ever had, like, fencing, but I feel like those are too particular. 
I'm going to say true. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you know, they really should consider adding lacrosse again, though, because of uh, how bad their men's football team is. Yeah. No, I oh. definitely think that they should just scratch football and put in Only men's, men's lacrosse. lacrosse. Well, because they have a really good oh, um, women's lacrosse. I love oh, that one bitty. Oh, she's such a queen. I don't know <laughs> her name, but she's so good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Pistol. Hmm. You no, know, it was like, hold up. Let me look at the t- when it was. Um. So they had pistol in the 1950s and huh. rifle from 1957 to 66. Interesting. Wrestling, they only had till the 80s, which makes no sense. It's a modern sport. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Okay. Number two. UConn has won 25 national championships. Oh, gosh. See, it. Uh. I know that the women's basketball program probably has like at least half of the national championships. Yeah, Yeah. at least half of the national championships. But I don't think it's 25. Um, I'm going to say false. You're right. It's only 23. Oh, wow. Okay. Actually, women's basketball's won 11. Women's field hockey's won five. Men's basketball's only four. Men's soccer's three. Um, 22 of those are NCAA titles, and the other, or the first national title. I believe. I don't okay. know. It's interesting. Hmm. I forgot they had field hockey. Yeah, and it's, it's so strange because sport. it's not like a big sport on the West Coast, but it is on the East Coast. There's like um, three teams in Delta League that have it, and that's it. Oh, like for high school? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that they Davis have Davis is undefeated. Like, huh. They well, I don't know like what other teams, I guess, would have competition. I mean, I don't even know the rules of field hockey. I mean, I'm guessing it's just hockey on a field, but. <laughs> it's like street hockey, I think. Like huh. next? I don't know. <laughs> I gotta find someone who plays field hockey to get them Me on too. here. Me too. I've got questions. Well, the next four years, I'll probably let you know because I'll like, probably find no, out. I more. want the whole like essay on it. Like follow them around and be like, "What are you doing? <laughs> What's your life like?" Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially because I've never watched a field hockey game. So I've watched, it'll be the first. I, it shows up on my Instagram a lot, huh. and I'm addicted because like huh. I've never watched a full game. But I watched them playing, and, like, now I follow the UNC field hockey team. They're good, too. I know that they're, they're really good. good. I think they lost one game, and it was, like, historical. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, recently. I'm, imagine, like, losing a game and that being historical. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, this next one, fact or fiction. Bill Belichick had applied to UConn football's head coaching position in 1983. Um, um, I'm going to say True. Is, yes. Oh my gosh. I was wow. <laughs> and then they didn't even hire him. See, they That's, probably should have because you know, well, I think their football team was good and then they got really bad in the past like 20 years or something. I think that but happens a lot. That's true. Yeah. A lot of football schools that think they're football schools need to stop. Huh. As yeah, a, and they need to stop. As a UGA fan, I'm a little biased, but it's fine. You know, a lot of a lot of people at UConn that I know of, they say like football is like the joke spore of the school <laughs> and i i mean i don't know how to feel about that you but know, at least that's not softball <laughs> i know softball's good aren't they yeah yeah mm-hmm. good yeah right yeah and they're and they're they're a growing program too so that's like what i'm super excited I'm to do i'm a little do. jealous about the uniforms they're kind of fun. oh they are sick they're so cool <laughs> okay number four this thing's gonna be our last one okay they've won two titles in the same season and done it twice. Women's basketball and men's basketball have won the division, the NCAA championships, both in the same season. Um, I'm gonna say true. You are too good at. This. Oh my! Did I get it right? They won it twice. Yeah. Oh they won wow. It in 2004 and t- again in 2014. That is actually the I I did not know that. But imagine like winning both in the same sport. That's that's incredible. They wow. really went feminism. Yes. And, oh, for sure. And 
yeah, quality <laughs> boom both of them won yeah and like the women's sports at UConn are just in- incredible and that's like I wanted to go to like a woman dominated you know sports yeah they're better like, at athletics than the men oh yeah always 100% yeah and it's it's a big flex you know yeah. <laughs> like flex anyway um so thank you so much oh for my gosh taking the thank time. you do you have any parting words you know, if anyone's like watching this and they want to compete in a sport, just keep trying. The The recruiting process can go through ups and downs and coming from someone who had to go through a pandemic and be like recruited mostly online. And, you know, Bella here, too, can probably, um, you know, attribute to this. It's just it's just keep going. Trust the process. And if anything, um you know, you could always come up to me if you have any questions. You know, I'm always here. Reach out on Instagram yeah. or anything. We'll tag her. Don't yeah. Worry. yeah. Um, and yeah, just just trust the process. Great. Thank you so much. This Thank has been you. Bella's Collegiate Corner. Thank you guys for listening.